Welcome to the Success Code, where Roy Red provides interviews, discussions, strategies, and talks to help broaden your perspective on your road to cracking the success code, which is a personal, self-expressive journey. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. It's Roy Red four-time best-selling author and host of this show, The Success Code, and I'm super excited today. Today we have international recognized speaker, newly author, authored the book Champion by Choice. You guys may know him from his American Idol run, William Hung. How you doing, William? Hey, I'm doing great, man. You know, I'm so glad to have you on here. I remember when uh, I did my first TED talk. It was awesome to talk to you. It was awesome to get to meet you. And I just realized how intelligent, how smart, how driven you were. And uh, really quick, I just want you to just give your quick background and quick story for the audience. Yes. So your, your people most, most likely know me from American Idol. I auditioned with a very unique version of She Bangs by Ricky Martin. And Simon was not my biggest fan. <laughs> so, you know, I was watching that as I was getting ready for this interview. And I was just struck by how confident you are. Like, I get, you know, people, entrepreneurs on the show and the athletes that listen to the show, a lot of them come to me because they need help with confidence. And you're probably the, one of the most confident dudes I've ever seen. Where does that come from? Where do you generate that confidence to just go out and strive to do and be what you want to do and be? I would say it's, it's the way you look at life, uh, your, your attitude, uh, because everybody goes through ups and downs. Nobody has a you know, perfectly smooth ride. Yes. Uh, so it's a matter of how you react to it and how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. So when you're going through life, when you do have your downs, when you're having your down times, what do you tell yourself? How do you push through it? I remind myself of the, of the small wins that I had. I tell myself that I have a choice mentally, uh, like, like, Let's say I don't get the next big speaking deal or the entertainment deal uh-huh. because that's bound to happen. It, yeah. So instead of beating myself up, you know, and and not doing anything, feel like oh my god, I I, I should give up. Yeah. No. Right. I, I looked at it. Well, I got this far. I had I had a lot of conversations, mm-hmm. uh, productive conversations, learn about their conference, learn about the association, whatever it is. Uh-huh. That's, that's how we look at it. Uh-huh. So it sounds like you preparation helps you a lot. You prepare, you learn about the conference. Um, you know, I remember when you did your TED Talk and I went before you, you were the headliner and I was watching the talk and you were such a well-polished speaker. You stood up very tall you spoke really clear and the stories and the, the, the strategies you kind of gave were just really, really good. So thank you for that. Um, 
So champion by choice. You know, I love that because one of my favorite quotes is geniuses aren't chosen, but geniuses are self-bestowed. And that kind of comes from choice. Uh, tell me about the book and, you know, what inspired you to write it? I feel that throughout the years, I could never cover my entire life journey through any speech, any interview, any workshop. Mm-hmm. So I want to leave a legacy. I want people to have a complete picture of what's going on in my life. Yeah. Or during and after the American Idol audition. Okay. Okay. And champion by choice, because you are champions in your life. Um, where did you, where did you, did you grow up in America? Where did you... How did all of this happen? What made you want to strive to do this? Well, I feel like I'm I'm not the best singer, no doubt about that. No need to do, no no discussion there. But uh, but I feel that people chose me to be the champion, and and what I learned from the whole experience is that everybody can be chosen to be champions, and they could choose to be, become champions themselves each and every day yeah uh which brings me to perfectionism um so like for me i'm a terrible speller and (laughs) i'll get like reviews of my books like hey you spelled this this word wrong or people will reach out to me and say hey you spelled this word wrong and so um although you said you're probably not the best singer you still push forward to do what you wanted to do and that's what I try to teach people all the time. Like, even though I'm not the best writer, I still want to write a book. I still want to speak. I still want to do these things. So why do you think even though people can't be perfect, they still don't create because they can't be perfect? Be- because nobody likes to fail. Nobody likes losing. Losing doesn't feel good in the brain. Uh, and that's true. Uh, that, that's but but it's it's unavoidable. No matter what you do, what profession, business, whatever. Uh, so it's it's more important to learn from learn from the losses instead yeah. of being afraid of being afraid of losing. Yeah. So besides American Idol, because that was a big win. What is a loss that you experience, or maybe a a learning experience that made you? Uh, realize this well there, there's there's definitely a several but uh, one of them is how my entertainment career slowed down to a halt after about four years uh-huh. my offers dried up and then I had to go back to school get a day job uh-huh. uh, but I but I it's just but again I reframed the mindset instead of looking at a loss look I should look at wow I accomplished so much more than 90% of the celebrities out there already in the four years. Yeah. So, you know, how can, so how do I reinvent myself? How do I continue to grow and, and uh, make a positive impact using that experience? That's amazing, man. And that's what you're doing with Champion by Choice and what you're speaking. And tell me about the speaking. You traveling all over the place. Um, do you like the speaking more or the singing more? Speaking more. I, I much rather speak and then just have some entertain, entertainment uh, uh, mix in between. Do you get people always trying to get you to sing? 
Uh, usually, I do a little bit of shoot bangs, but not too much because I don't want that to be the, the primary focus of my presentation. Yeah. Okay. And <clears throat> how long, because I also teach people how to write books, how to make them bestsellers. How long did it take you to write Champion by Choice? Oh, this was a long time. I started like February last year. Is this a pretty long book? No, it's not. It's the, uh -huh. There's a lot of thinking, hard thinking involved. Uh, my first draft, I remember when I did by myself, it was awful. Wow. So, uh, so I had to get help. I had to redo a lot of the content. So it's, it went, went through many revisions. Okay. So having a speaker business, just talking about business really quick. Um, how did you, how, how did you switch over from being in an entertainment business where you kind of show up, do your work and you're in the working with the entertainment companies to owning your own business? Was that transition difficult? How did that go? Well, the, tra the way I transitioned to speaking was like, because of entertainment uh, performance opportunities, I didn't get that many. Um, so I needed to uh, get a job to support myself. Yeah. And, I, and I thought that was going to be it because financially I was comfortable, yeah, wow. but I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel satisfied in my life. Wow. I feel I'm leaving something uh, on the table. It's like, and then a couple of years ago, one of my friends encouraged me to look, in, look at my first success from the album, Inspiration. Uh, she reminded me that I'm not the best singer, but I had inspirational messages in between each song. So that gave me the insight that maybe I can pursue speaking. Wow. Which is smart. Um, do you do any coaching? Is it just speaking? Yes, I started a coaching program this year. So it's still, I only, I'm only working on a few clients right now. Uh, it's relatively new. Okay. Um, what is your big, hairy, audacious goal? Like a really big goal that maybe scares you a little bit. The, 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 so the, now I got more clarity in the last three months. Uh, I would say the big, big goal would be like the next five to 10 years. I want to create my own William Hung Academy to uh, transform adult learning. Oh man, that would be awesome. I yeah. Would <coughs> cool, cool. William Hung Academy, champion by choice. Uh-huh. Um, what are you passionate about besides, you know, speaking and stuff like that? What are the things you're passionate about? Any hobbies? Oh yeah, I, I love gaming. I love traveling. Those are the, the, the top two. Uh, okay. I have so many places I want to go, but I couldn't go yet. Uh, <laughs> but it's on my bucket list for next year. Uh -huh. uh, I, I love gaming because I, I, like, I like my life to be fun. Yeah. Uh, I, so one, one, I, one of the ideas that I'm exploring is how to make the work for speakers fun. Because, because, because the hard part is not speaking on stage to me. I'm not saying that you don't need to work on it. This is not anything else. But I would say 80% of the work 
It's actually the marketing, running the business, talking to yeah. people. That's the hard part. The easy part is is getting up there to actually speak the hard parts, reaching out and booking and all that stuff. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Um, so we asked you about what is something you failed at, but the main question on this show that we like to ask everyone, because everyone has a different answer, is what is success to you? What to you do you feel like is, is success? Success to me means being very clear with your goals and take inspired action each and every day. It's simple, but not easy. Wow. And, you know, I always say complexity is just simplicity multiplied. And we get complexity mixed up with something that's, with, that's, that's hard. But like you said, it's simple. It's simple to do. It's just not easy to do, you know. Um, are you, do you have a family? Are you married? Uh, not yet. I'm looking for the right one. Okay, me too, brother. Me too. Me too. And they'll show up. They'll show up. That's cool. <laughs> um, um, is there anything I should have asked you? Well, I, wa- I think it will be helpful to give a uh, specific example of what I mean by taking inspired action each day. Uh, yes. So, so recently I sat down and decided that I will have a three month goal. And my next three month goal is to get paid three times to speak in 2020 by the end of this year for at least $15,000. Oh man. Okay. So that just opened up a lot. So, so I'm always, I teach a process to get people to achieve, which first is the first part of the process is, is making your vision. Yeah. But a lot of people make a vision that isn't measurable and it isn't tangible. And I love how you had a number. It has to be a number so you know that you achieved it. Or yes. you said I, you gave a specific number. And when you do that, it opens up the brain so the brain can actually start to search and actually take the, the time to actually do that. Where did, where did you learn that from? Uh, I listened to uh, a very famous entrepreneur. Uh, mm-hmm. His name is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire. Oh, man. And now I see why you're so successful, man, because once you get it down and make it measurable, there's really nothing um, that can stop you from achieving it because then you just, you wake up and you have your target of what you need to do. Yeah. Um, I also have a business where I teach uh, a lot of my entrepreneurs how to speak, even the ones who aren't speakers, I tell them they need to get on stages to be speaking, to share their message, share their product, and just to um, learn to be, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. So many people are so uncomfortable speaking, they get scared. They're like, how are you up there so confident? How do you do that? And so how do you deal with the uncomfortability of speaking? Do you get uncomfortable at all? Sometimes I have a I have I I'm a I have a little bit of a butterflies nervousness because I care. Mm-hmm. So the fear that I have, I embrace the fear, 
uh, not be, so I'm not so afraid to the point where you know I'm gonna stutter every word I say. Yeah. I forget everything I want to say. No, not, not not like that. But having that little bit of fear is normal. But it's how you deal with it. Uh, I think like like you know when you have maybe one thing you can do mm -hmm. is you can ask yourself some questions like, what's the worst thing that can happen to me? You know, it, uh, I, well, maybe I tell myself, like, I trust that whatever I've been offering, there's value for people. Maybe not, I'm not going to please everybody, yeah. but I don't need to. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so first, I want to back up because you made a really great distinction. As you said, you get a little bit of butterflies, which should you get those because you care. Yes. Like you really care about the audience. You really want to help them and you committed to excellence so that you can help them. And then yes. also asking that question, asking those simple questions help a lot. Um, you know, with me, when I first started, uh, I would just push through it, man. I would just push through it. I might, I know when I did my first speech ever, it was 600 people. And I was like, wow. about, I was about to pass out. <laughs> I was about to pass out. But now it's like, you just go through the motions, you get the butterflies, but as long as you take action. Yeah. And I think it's awesome how you said, what is the worst thing that could happen? Right. Because a lot of times we visualize what we want to happen, but what I have my athletes do as well is I have them visualize the worst case scenario. Oh. Once you, once, you be, once you become okay with the worst case scenario, then all the fear goes away because you go, you know, it's really not that bad if that worst case scenario happens. You know? Yes, exactly. It's really not that bad. Um, so what is your philosophy on life? Give us your perspective on what would be a great life, your philosophy on life. I feel that people should be able to discover and leverage their talents so that they can find their true happiness. Yeah. And that's clutch, man, because... So many people work a job and like, it's not bad to work a job, but they're working a job that they really don't love. They just go in there just to make the bills. Yeah. And you learn that, you, like you said, you know, in your transition, it's, it's not all about money. It's about doing what you love, doing, you know, what makes you feel fulfilled. There's two arts to master in life, the art of creating and being successful and then the art of feeling fulfilled. Yeah. So looking back at your journey, what would you have done different? I would say I wish I'm more proactive with growing my entertainment business. I wish I have a system in place and I treat it more like a business. Yeah. Because back then, I, I as a 20-year-old kid, uh, I didn't see it as a business. I just thought, wow, uh, I, I was having fun. People were paying me a lot of, a, a lot of money. Uh, so that's, that's, and then, uh, but then I knew that eventually it's going to dry up and then yeah. what's my next step? And I really didn't plan for that. So I, I should have planned for that better. Um, that's clutch. A system is everything. I try to tell people you have to have a system because when you have a system, you can just create uh, consistent results over and over and over again. And then you can maybe the four year on can turn to eight to 16, you know, to could turn into a little longer because you have a proven system. Yeah. Um, question uh, 
when you're in the entertainment business, is there anybody you saw and you like fanned out and was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm meeting this person that you were just like super excited to meet? Ricky Martin. I finally met him last year. What? Yeah. How was he? Yeah, uh, he's so nice, so gentleman. He's a great guy. It felt it felt so surreal. Like, like I didn't, I don't have those feelings when I meet Carrie Underwood or, or Kelly Clarkson. I mean, they are phenomenal people. They're great people, no doubt about it. So don't don't, don't take it the wrong way. Yeah. But but I don't have that feeling that that oh my god, I can't believe I met him. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. That's super cool. Yeah. Um. So, champion by choice, as we're finishing up here, tell the people, give them your pitch, why they need to get this book right now, why they need to buy it, um, and uh, what it will do in helping them. This book, Champion by Choice, will give you additional tools to reframe your mindset, to look at life differently, so that you can implement what you learned and take action, and then get results. Man, that's perfect. Okay, so you're perfect. Your answers are perfect, man. Are you media trained? How do you? <laughs> that's why I can tell you've been doing this for a long time. It's like you know what I'm going to ask you before I even ask them. You're like, boom, 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 boom. Preparation, man. Preparation. That's, that's excellent. Um, yo, William, I want to thank you so much for your time. I hope I share the stage with you soon. If you ever get any speaking engagements you can't make, let me know. I'll go and do it for you and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, sounds good. <laughs> lastly, uh, tell the people where they could find you and anything else you're working on um, um, if you are. Okay. Um, people can reach me on willhunk.com. And then I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. It's, I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, I'm the, I, the the real William Hung is the guy wearing the burgundy suit. Uh, in terms of the next projects I'm working on, I am setting up more book signing events. I already got them set up uh, for Oregon and Arizona, uh, and then I will be doing more speaking for local events. Awesome, awesome. Hey, uh, maybe I'll come to the Oregon one. I have a lot of friends in Oregon. I need to go visit, so I'll be keeping a lookout for that. William Hung, you guys, the champion by choice. Um, I'm going to be posting all this on all the socials. I'll be tagging William so you guys can see him. And William's a cool guy. You can reach out, ask him about, you know, what he's done, what he's doing, how he can coach you, how he can help you, um, how you can collaborate. Make sure you guys reach out. Thank you, William, again. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it for you. And until next time, always remember to be yourself. Loving it, you guys. Peace and one love.